On today's headline update show for Ranting Politics, we cover CCP General Lee visits Putin, two Chinese spies arrested in New York City for illegal secret police station, and Biden puts on the EV squeeze. General Lee visits Putin. In a remarkable show of defiance towards Western nations, Russian President Vladimir Putin met with China's U.S.-sanctioned defense minister, General Li Shangfu, in Moscow. The meeting underscored the deepening military cooperation between the two countries, even as Europe and the U.S. apply pressure on Beijing to push Putin towards ending the war against Ukraine. The meeting marked the beginning of Li's four-day visit to Russia, his first international trip since assuming his new position. General Li has been a key figure in modernizing China's military and was sanctioned by the U.S. in 2018 for transaction with Russia's state-controlled arms exporter, Rozo Baron Export. These transactions involved the delivery of Su-35 combat aircraft and S-400 surface-to-air missile system-related equipment. This development follows Chinese leader Xi Jinping's state visit to Russia last month, in which the two leaders reaffirmed their commitment to deepening military trust and cooperation. Putin labeled Xi's visit as very productive and praised the progress in military relations between the two nations, emphasizing their trusting, strategic nature. General Lee echoed these sentiments, stating that the trust between the two countries' militaries has grown and cooperation has produced, quote, fruitful results. He expressed China's readiness to work with Russia to enhance strategic communication between the militaries, strengthen multilateral coordination, and contribute to regional and global security and stability. Notably, Ukraine was absent from the official readouts of the meeting. Despite China's claims of neutrality in the Ukrainian conflict, it has refrained from condemning Russia's invasion or calling for the withdrawal of Russian troops. Instead, it has insisted on considering the legitimate security concerns of all nations and accused NATO and the U.S. of exacerbating the conflict. Also of note is any condemnation of Russia on Ukraine could be used against Xi later if the CCP does move on Taiwan. With that said, European leaders have expressed hope that Xi could use his rapport with Putin to push for peace, with several leaders traveling to the Chinese capital recently in pursuit of such aims. German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock, during a joint press conference with her Chinese counterpart, pointed out that Xi's recent visit to Moscow demonstrates that no country has more influence over Russia than China. She called for China to use that influence to urge Russia to end its war in Ukraine, just as it mediated between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Astute listeners of Ranting Politics will remember our coverage on our very first quick take, where we explored why China was a good mediator for longtime bitter Sunni and Shia rivals. If you haven't yet listened, look for the March 14th episode in your podcast feed or at rantingpolitics.com. Moving on. Baerbeck's visit followed a trip by French President Emmanuel Macron, during which Ukraine was a high priority. However, a joint statement from Macron and Xi failed to show any deviation from Beijing's previously stated positions on the war. As the U.S. and its allies fear that China may be contemplating providing lethal aid to Russia's war effort, Both nations continued to conduct joint military exercises around the world. General Lee's visit to Moscow, which includes talks with Russian military officials and visits to Russian military academies, 
serves as a reminder that their partnership remains strong and resistant to Western pressure. Two Chinese arrested in New York City for operating a secret police station. In the dramatic escalation of the United States crackdown on Beijing's alleged repression tactics targeting U.S.-based dissidents, law enforcement officials on Monday arrested two New York residents accused of operating a Chinese secret police station in Manhattan's Chinatown. The Department of Justice has intensified efforts to expose what it calls, quote, transnational repression by U.S. adversaries, such as China and Iran, seek to deter the intimidation of political opponents living in the United States. The two individuals, Lu Jingwang, 61, and Chen Jinping, 59, face charges of conspiring to act as agents of China's government without informing U.S. authorities and obstruction of justice. Both are U.S. citizens, leading a nonprofit organization purportedly serving as a social gathering place for people from China. Prosecutors allege that Liu sought to persuade a person regarded as a fugitive by China to return home in 2018 and, with Chen, opened the clandestine police station in 2022. They are also accused of admitting to the FBI that they deleted communications with a Chinese government official. In a simultaneous development, prosecutors unveiled charges against 34 Chinese officials for allegedly operating a troll farm that harassed dissidents online, including disrupting their meetings on U.S. technology platforms. Eight Chinese government officials were added as defendants in a case announced in 2020, which charged a former China-based executive of Zoom video communications with disrupting video meetings commemorating the 1989 Tiananmen Square protests. Breon Peace, the top federal prosecutor in Brooklyn, emphasized that the United States would not tolerate the Chinese government's persecution of pro-democracy activists seeking refuge in the country. These charges come months after FBI Director Christopher Wray expressed deep concern about the presence of such secret police stations in the U.S. Previous prosecutions have targeted over a dozen Chinese nationals and others for surveillance and harassment campaigns against dissidents in the United States, including attempts to forcibly repatriate those considered fugitives by China. Before we move on to our final headline, please take out your phones and follow us on Twitter at RantingRP and press that like button on your podcast feed to help our distribution on this, for now, ad-free startup podcast. We are working hard to bring you insights free from agendas and commercial interests. Our new video studio is being built out now for our upcoming YouTube shows and the all-new RantingPolitics.com website. Biden pushes forward with EV plans. In a movement emblematic of the Biden administration's aggressive approach to environmental policy, the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, proposed stringent new vehicle pollution limits aimed at prompting a seismic shift in the U.S. auto industry towards electric vehicles. The ambitious plan calls for EVs to comprise two-thirds of new vehicles sold in the country by 2032 further tightening greenhouse gas emissions limits agreed upon by automakers in 2021. Despite skepticism from some industry players regarding the pace of the required transition, EPA Administrator Michael Regan expressed confidence in the achievability of these targets, 
pointing to a tripling of EV sales since Biden's inauguration. Advocates of the plan argue that the tightened regulations will protect both people and the environment, reducing harmful emissions and yielding economic benefits for consumers, such as lower fuel and maintenance costs. Acknowledging the transformative nature of these regulations, John Bazillo, CEO of the Alliance for Automotive Innovation, emphasized the need for success in multiple domains, including charging infrastructure, supply chains, and grid resiliency, among others. Meanwhile, environmental groups laud the Biden administration's bold stance, with some, like Dan Becker, director of the Safe Climate Transport Campaign, arguing that even stricter proposals are necessary to combat automakers' continued reliance on gas-guzzling vehicles. The EPA's proposed regulations represent the most aggressive vehicle emissions reduction plan in U.S. history. They are targeting an annual average pollution reduction of 13%. In addition to new emission standards for medium-duty and heavy-duty trucks, the plan is projected to cut over 9 billion tons of CO2 emissions through 2055. While the proposal would cost automakers approximately $1,200 per vehicle by 2032, Vehicle owners stand, they say, to save an average of over 9000 in fuel maintenance and repair costs over an eight-year period, the EPA claims. I guess just hope your battery doesn't need to ever be replaced with a 15000 to 20000 repair bill. The Biden administration's commitment to its environmental vision is evident in this sweeping proposal, which underscores their urgency of transitioning from gasoline power engines to battery-powered vehicles. However, the proposed regulation does not address the real challenges to implementing such a mandate. The EV market is controlled by battery technology with virtually all the rare earths needed are found in our adversaries' countries, led by China and Russia. The U.S. is even more dependent on foreign energy for EVs than oil. The Biden administration recently turned away permit proposals for exploration and mining of rare earth minerals here domestically citing environmental concerns. Please like and or follow us, Ranting Politics, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other podcast outlets. You can follow us on Twitter at RantingRP. As always, thank you for listening to our headline updates for Ranting Politics, April 18th, 2023. Until next time, take care and stay free.